Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. Right, all right. It is what is this episode nine of Vice Versa? Yes, finally. I'm so excited for this. I am so excited uh, to see where the relationship between Tele and Tun and Puen go from here. They finally confess to each other, they've made out what's gonna happen with Meg or whatever his name is. Is he going to no longer want to be the director? because of the fact that Tess didn't choose him <gasps> and what was life like for Plan in the other universe <laughs> let's find out on this week's episode of oh yeah he caught them that's what I wanted that's what I wanted all right <laughs> so on the last episode I said I want Mech to see them kissing I wanted to start with Meg like witnessing it because of course that storyline needs to be wrapped up and that is one way to wrap it up so yes they start right out with them kissing the lights come on and Meg walks right in oh yes Meg didn't even like it (laughs) that is hilarious so oh my gosh so like this whole storyline with Mech, and then now we're seeing that Mech actually wasn't even interested in Tess. He just did it to mess with Tun because he could tell Tun had a crush on Tess or something was going on between the two of them was just hilarious um, to me because I was wondering where they were going to go with that because like eventually that whole thing needs to be wrapped up. So we're going with the whole Mech never liked um Mech never likes him to begin with he just saw what was going on and was like you know what let me mess with these two <laughs> i guess that's where we're going so he had no intentions of ruining the films <laughs> so he was acting all along is what we're going with i would have preferred it if it started with him going i did have intentions of ruining the film because i hate him so much but then i was realizing you still seem to like him and you still want to be with him so I just decided that I'd just mess with the two of you. Um, but yeah, I, I I decided to go along with it to mess with the two of you eventually. But I did originally start because I hate Tess so much. And I'm going to nitpick real quick. Again, this is a missed opportunity to use Om and Nenon. To just like, again, there's so many moments where they could be utilized without saying any words. Like when they show um um in the reflection when um tilly is like looking at himself and all that stuff it could have easily easily just been the two of them standing quietly in the gallery staring at each other there i i i forget um and Nenon are in this series sometimes because i feel like they're just so underutilized that i don't even understand why they're in the opening credits or why they were advertised so heavily for this because I'm like trying to remember the last time I saw Nanon on screen. I can't. I remember the last time I saw Om on screen, it was one of the reflections. But I can't remember the last time I've seen Nanon on screen. And I just feel like if you're going to give them such a high billing on the show, you should be utilizing them way more in the series. Midnight Black is the name of this episode. Midnight Black. (laughs) 
But yeah, they're just so underutilized to me. Even I freaked out a while ago. So Mech just told um, <laughs> Tun and Tess to act out the scene. <laughs> act out the scene of the couple waking up like let me see how it's supposed to look and i'm just like that that made me choke <laughs> that is hilarious i i i am enjoying perth's cameo so far i think they that he's doing a wonderful job he is a good actor he has been a a, a good actor we've seen him um he has been a good actor in everything i've seen him in he definitely loves his job so you know he's he's going places places he shall go and i can't with this scene as well touching his face and i'm just like ah, ah, ah. i'm screaming from the inside out <laughs> but at the same time i'm like oh i don't want to watch because <laughs> it's just like it's so adorable but then I'm like, oh yeah, they're in public and Mech is like sitting there watching them go through the script. <laughs> it's just like, ah! But at the same time, I'm like, aww, and Tess. No, wait, no, Tele and, and Puen. <laughs> Tess and Tun. <laughs> there we go. Ah, I love that he's like, doesn't match the character, that's your fantasy. <laughs> I think Bertha and, and this, just this scene, the three of them together are going to give me too much <laughs> to talk about. And Oishi has made its entrance for, <laughs> for its uh, little sponsorship plug here. <laughs> you drink it. Drinking it will make you sweet, but it's 0% sugar, isn't it? So you're not supposed to be sweet? Like, how does this, how is this one going to work? There it goes. You can drink it. It contains no sugar. <laughs> Look at my six-pack abs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> These product placements kill me. How does it taste? I'm just thinking about that 0% sugar one. What do they replace the sugar with that I can call it 0% sugar? How does it taste? I find this interesting. I like, I kind of like how it's done. Like the two of them finally, finally are together, but the friends are just always getting in the middle. <laughs> so instead of being able to sit together and hold hands through the movie, they're holding hands across up. Um, they can't lay together because up and ooh are in the bed with each other. <laughs> and uh, is stuck on the couch. <laughs> Oh gosh, I want to hold you. I'm sure their friends can hear all of this. <laughs> so if anyone is um, familiar with the cartoon Big Mouth, you're familiar with Jayzerian Rick Flarian, also known as Jay. And uh, this scene with the pillow <laughs> is all I think about. He's like, you are the, p the pillow is you. <laughs> he zips it down <laughs> and wakes everybody up. <laughs> Oh, only wakes up. up. <laughs> the pillow. He had on a he had on a shirt that said "ordinary." Now he has on a shirt that says "almost" at the vet clinic. So, um, Ooh is taking friend number one. Can't remember. Ooh, okay, the vet is cute. Um, taking friend number one to the vet to observe the vet. 
And his shirt just says almost. So he's ordinary and he's also a oh, Dr. Mix. Hi. Oh, he is interested, huh? Oh, Fuse. That's his name. Fuse. <laughs> the way he's staring at the vet. Oh, <laughs> he should be an actor. Wait. Oh, is that what it is? Did I miss something? Is that what it's about to be? Oh, wait. Is that a uh, mix? Like Earth mix? Is, is that him? I, I, I'm trapped. Uh... I'm sorry, I only watched him in 1,000 stars. <laughs> I would just think he's in the show. I didn't realize this is a cameo. I feel so slow because I didn't even like pick it up on it or anything until like I'm watching. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I only remember him from that one show because that's the only one I've watched. I, I don't like body switch stuff, so I, I didn't watch that one. Body switch stuff. They can be entertaining sometimes, but the uh, not all the time. That's a really interesting happy birthday song. It sounded like they were calling for ger a ghost. <laughs> like they're calling for the ghost of birthday pass. They've been here for a year and you're telling me neither of them has celebrated a birthday yet? This is the first birthday they're celebrating since they've been? I wanted to stay on this planet in this universe and cotton candy for your birthday instead of cake. I would cuss. I would cuss somebody out. I don't know who I would cuss out, but I would cuss somebody out. Like, you really. Ooh, you can't blow out your birthday candles? <laughs> they need to make faster burning candles. You're supposed to stare at your candles till they're out? Actually, that's witchcraft. <laughs> That, that's actually witchcraft. <laughs> You're staring at a candle and watching it burn as you put your, um, um as you do your magic. Huh. <laughs> okay. But again, why don't they have faster burning candles? <laughs> For your birthday, if you got to watch them burn. All right. So from part one, we see where, um, his wish which we saw in the trailer, of course, for this episode. Um, his wish is to stay in this universe for as long as possible. And Tele, of course, doesn't understand. So he, um, from the preview, we see he's going to go to Pang to ask her what was um, Tun's life like in the other universe. <laughs> and, oh, now he's saying, what if we decided to stay in this universe? So yeah, his life is just way better and Tele doesn't understand because as far as Tele is concerned he wants his old life back he wants his family and friends back all right I need to rewind a little bit because I feel like there was a little bit of a continuity error there because yeah it looks like he let go of the jacket and then they replayed him letting go of the jacket the reason why I think this was an, actually an accident the only reason I think this was actually an accident is because um, they wanted the intense stare. So they took the intense stare of the jacket being let go. Then they wanted a different shot to show that he released the jacket. <laughs> so um, And they didn't play it three times. Usually it's it's three times with three different angles. This time is only two different angles. So I, I think personally that that was like the only shot the editor could get of the, the intense stare. And then he went into a wider um, shot to show the jacket being released. 
maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, Mr. Editor, but I've just seen a lot of other stuff that you've done, and um, that is my conclusion, sir. Or Miss Editor, why did I assume that the editor is a man? It's because of the patriarchy. Down with the patriarchy. But I will also say, Tele, I believe, personally, is justified here in um, his anger because he was under the belief that they're they're wanting to be each other's port key so that they can go back home as quickly as possible he didn't understand or even have knowledge that Pwen isn't ready to go back home yet like he had an idea that he wasn't but he didn't realize how much Pwen just doesn't want to go back home I do think it was below the belt where he said um you don't want to go back because you don't have parents that was very below the belt but at the same time it does put things in a different perspective because if it is a situation where Pwen doesn't have a family unit then he's basically saying he wants Tun to stay in the life where he doesn't have a family unit and he gets to have a family unit and that is selfish and that does hurt Tun because if Tun really is so close with his mom and dad how is he going to feel being in a universe where he doesn't have that kind of relationship with his parents or parents are no longer around because don't know what the full situation is yet so i mean tele is justified in his anger but that was kind of still a below the belt remark oh my god it's their first fight as a couple as well i forgot that it's also their first fight as a couple oh I want to know who exactly knows about their relationship because obviously Mech knows. Do Up and Ooh know? Like, because <laughs> they've been getting in the way. Do they know? I mean, they talked about how the energy shifted because the two of them were so stern in the face and it affected them doing their work because they just felt like, oh, these two are just so angry and now it's stressing us out and now we're fighting and we haven't talked for two whole hours. <laughs> that whole thing. Um, so I, and then of course his friend who was just like, Hey, was running in the background. <laughs> um, I noticed him. Um, and it was like, Hey, yeah, I came to your condo <laughs> to watch a movie. Cause I had a fight with my dad. <laughs> he was coming out of the condo too. <laughs> Why was he already inside? Anyway. Um, so I'm wondering who knows about the relationship? Who doesn't know about their relationship? Are they public yet? Um, just because it kind of would make sense, I guess, for a friend to interrupt not knowing or if he knows and he's interrupting on purpose because he wants to separate them away from each other. Um, ooh, I'm making up my own theory. Um, but also, um, you know, how um, I, I was about to say Jimmy and C, how um, Pwen and Tele haven't apologized to each other yet. And, you know... Pwen was making that first initial move towards an apology and they're getting ready to talk and then this dude interrupts the whole thing. <laughs> Interrupting cow. Moo. I love that he got to have that conversation with his friend who just reminded him like, hey, the grass ain't always greener for everybody. <laughs> or some, And sometimes the grass is greener for some people. Just because you're okay with going back to your life doesn't mean that everybody's going to be okay with going back to their life. Like that whole, like having that conversation with him, like, hey, you're you, I'm me. I think that was um, just wonderful 
for the character of uh, Tele because it's obvious he doesn't, he can't see, he doesn't seem to fully see outside of himself. Like he's very focused like on himself. Like he will say he's he's trying to do do this for Tess, but really he's focused on himself and what he would want Tess to do for him, and wanting to get back to his life quickly so that he can do the things he wants to do and go back to the, his life the way he wants to live it and um can't see out of sight of himself to see what um ton Quinn is going through or doesn't even think about the fact that maybe tess doesn't want to go back to his own life maybe tess is enjoying being tele you never know and having and now of course he's getting ready um, he's at this area to go talk to Pang because uh, Pang actually knows Pun from the other um, universe. So get information from her to um, find out what what Pun went through. Okay, so it looks like um, he spoke to Pang and we find out that he's an orphan. Was he an orphan? Or it, like she said, he's been on his own since he was very young and he has no relatives. So he's been working his whole life. Um, and I'm like, what is very young? Is very young 20 or is very young 10? Like, what is the very young he's been working since? Um, but yeah, she's explaining that she completely understands where he's coming from with not wanting to, um, go back because she's been there as well because she also has no one waiting for her. He has no one waiting for him. <sighs> and here he actually can feel love and warmth and, um, I think what will be interesting though is if Tele is like, you'll have me in the other universe, like some some cheesy line like that. Um, we're gonna get into it, but it also looks like we're gonna get that scene that we see in the opening um, and the ending, uh, where they're by the seaside um, and where Jimmy carries C on his back, so uh, Point carries Tele on his back. <laughs> because Jimmy's been carrying this whole show. He carries to lay on his <laughs> no. Jimmy carries C on his back just like he carries this whole show on his back. That he must be having a back ache right now. <laughs> but yeah, we get a whole scene from the opening and the ending. It looks like that's coming next. And we're also from the preview, it's looking like uh Tele is now afraid of water because of course he drowned. Um <laughs> Which now makes me go, is Tess afraid of bars because he was beat to death? Is Ton afraid of driving? No, J um, Jimmy, I keep saying Jimmy. Pwen isn't afraid of cars, but is Ton afraid of cars? How does it work? Or is it just that Tilly is just um, hypersensitive about water now because of what he went through and he, he learning that if he dies in this universe, his body dies in the other universe from a heart attack as well. Probably like adds to it and tides rising and all that stuff. Oh, stress. What exactly is this black inhaler? What is it? I've, I've, I've seen like those smelly, smelly things since I was a kid. They're like either to clear your nose because your nose is stuffed or like smelling salts. Kind of like if someone's fainted what exactly is black inhaler how does it refresh you after getting off of a helicopter can porsche reference i actually agree with ooh here where he's like you just don't want hard work and all oh god no i was not expecting that animal that dog oh they just covered a dog in blood syrup 
thing and oh 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 god I, i've seen so many dogs hit on the side of the road yes take off your shirt <laughs> um okay <laughs> um but yeah when he tells him you know you don't you don't have they haven't even dealt with um hard work because for me he's leaving the doctor on his own after promising to help out for the day like that is flaky af you have blood on your stomach <laughs> sitting down topless because he took off his shirt to save a dog so he's gonna put on an apron because then he's fully clothed yep that's how that works I don't care how great of a doctor or you are in any field. If you don't have any assistance, any nurses, any techs, anything like that, I'm not going to trust you to perform surgery on my pet or on me. <laughs> Neither of us. Like, nobody wants to work for you. Is that the situation? Or you just don't want to pay people? Oh, no, I'm so great. I don't need any assistance. All right. Yeah, you got hubris. I need to go. And also, I'm liking this couple of Fuse and Ooh, and I am shipping the two of them. They, This this is ni a nice, cute secondary couple, if we finally have our secondary couple. I knew it was going to be a cheesy line, but it wasn't the cheesy line I was expecting. I was expecting a, your life will be different because, you know, one, two, and three, you'll have meat in it. Like, that's what I was expecting. Um, but it was still like, you would have you've had me. Ah, there we go. Thank you, Puen. It's not that I had you. It should be I have you. Oh, thank you. Oh, <laughs> this is so sweet. This is the sleeper hit. More people need to be watching this. Like, I, what, what, why aren't y'all jumping on the vice versa bandwagon? That was a very cute scene, but I'm hoping that, is, the, is that it on the beach? They just went to the beach, they talked for a bit, and, and that that's the end of the them on, on the little island on the beach? I mean, I haven't gone fully into the next part as yet, but that's the first thing I wondered. Yeah, KFC buckets. But yeah, like... It, that was all we got on the beach because that was such a nice location, a cute location. I mean, I hope it comes back because if it doesn't come back, that is, that is a waste of a location. That that could have so much more. And I guess I was expecting so much more and I didn't get that. I mean, hopefully it comes back to it. Like the episode that came back to the cafe where um Poin kisses Tele in the that cafe with all the flower the flowers the the plants and stuff around it hopefully like that cafe came back hopefully the beach um that island will come back at some point because like I said, it's just such a beautiful location it would be such a waste if all we got were those two scenes on it how many drumsticks are in that bucket? Because um, last time I checked, a chicken only has two legs. <laughs> but why do they get a the, the that plastic cover? That that looks like it holds the food much better than the paper covers that KFC gives us here. I I I want to redo <laughs> the the paper cover that goes all the way down because the chicken never comes to the top of the bucket. <laughs> that bucket is a lie. What meat is left on that chicken? I just saw it. The chicken I saw him lift up and smell is dirt. <laughs> Looked like a different chicken. 
those two keep sharing chicken bones. But like, um, this is an interesting KFC product placement still for me. Like the whole way they've used the the KFC chicken and logo and everything throughout the show <laughs> with showing Tele and Quen sharing the food. Oh my God! So he drew, <coughs> he drew Quen, the llama, alpaca, whatever it is, <laughs> the South American animal, and he remembered the design. Oh my God! Why did he reuse the same design? So Quen been feeling Tele all along. <laughs> And now he is happy because he knows what Tele looks like. <laughs> and he knows he already likes him. There we go. Now he knows what connects him. Oh my gosh. It's like Point is falling in love all over again. Oh my gosh. Wait, when did they change their shirts? So they got he got the hat before they got the shirts? Like what how did it work? Oh my god, the cuteness overload. The cuteness overload in this episode uh with the ending where we of course get a replay of the first episode because of course now Puen knows when they first met and for him he liked it it, it looks like he already liked Tele from the beginning and now that he knows exactly who it is he's happy with who it is because he really likes Tele and like I said it's like he's falling for him all over again and oh it's so cute what is the significance of the hourglass i guess the time passing by that they're in this other universe i cannot wait for episode 10 <laughs> i'm so excited i need to see what's happening in the next episode though now so i can make my wrong predictions of what i think is going to happen but oh my gosh that was such a beautiful ending such a cute shot with the two of them and oh like Poin just going through what uh what he's just discovered and all that oh it's so cute oh we're getting a side story now with for Lays Lays said now we want our own thing okay so it looks like I was busy watching the side story but it looks like next episode we're going to get a lot more romance with the two of them and really season Levy Debbie and Quinn might be giving Tele his real name so that's something to look forward to that hopefully comes through true Blah. <laughs> anyway so let's get to that side story real quick that lay side story um okay so they definitely kept some of the concept from the series for the Lay Side Store, which I'm very happy about. They didn't take it too far out of the series or anything like that. Um, but all I'm thinking about is the Until We Meet Again side stories with the Lays. Um, so there's one where Team is in the store looking for Lays and um, shoot, uh, blonde hair dude. <laughs> Um, you know, offers to tutor him and all that stuff. So it kind of went with the show. We're kind of seeing a bit of their two characters, which we're going to see in between us. Um, but the Lay's one that stands out for me the most is the bus one because it takes place on the bus when they're coming back from the field trip and, uh, team is like teasing him with the Lay's or something like that. But anyway, he reaches over and he like, um, uh, kisses him using Lay's whatever it was anyway big 
comparing it to this one like this was still cute like he's feeding him the lays and the two of them are joking around and everything um and it fits with showing that they're in this new part of their relationship with the kids coming over and being like hey do you want a flower and a picture with your boyfriend like you know it's it's really cute and we get that whole vibe but for me it still kind of felt like a different show and i think it's because um it it was outside of the show like if they did it the way until we meet again does it where they make it look like a cut scene i think i would have been more interested interested in it it felt more like how um dear doctor was where it felt like they were just adding um like art <laughs> that's basically what it looked like because yachts here style changed what it looked like they were like okay we have a new sponsor so we need to add some scenes so we need you to come in and just read this real quick we're just gonna stick it on to the end of an episode except this definitely had more detail and production in it um with making sure that the colors of their clothing you know how everything is really bright and pretty the people skateboarding and dancing in the background um there there seemed to be some attention to detail to it but it felt outside of the show for me personally um and it it did it feel like a standalone ad uh not necessarily because there's stuff that of course um would make sense if you watch the show like you see someone giving someone a lotus flower be like why is he giving him a lotus flower feeding him crab and and, and why is there noodles <laughs> why, why did the noodles show up why the okay noodles show up so i guess it 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 also doesn't really have much of a standalone appeal but it also just felt outside of the show in a sense for me um but overall with this episode i loved it um i love that we see um Pwen and tele connecting at the beach i love that we see that Pwen now fully recognizes tele knows exactly who he is which shows that tele stood out to him when they first met in the bathroom and tele didn't wash his hands and gave him a hat but it shows that Tilly definitely stood out to him. Because remember, he made the line of whoever drew this must be cute. And then when he said that, Tilly said, I, I drew it. Like, it's cute. <laughs> so, yeah, he Tilly already stood out to him. And now finding out exactly who this person is, he's very excited. And um, knows who he's supposed to look out for when they go back to the other universe. Um, if they get back to the other universe. Um, and he... Uh, yeah like they said they're falling for each other and we're gonna hope um we're waiting now to find out when they start dreaming i guess because when you dream is when you know you've met your port key so i guess once they fully fall in love they'll start dreaming and they know they're getting ready to go home because they found their port key so episode 10 we're gonna get some more romance i'm wondering what the drama of episode 10 is gonna be kind of don't want there to be any drama i'm enjoying just how um beautiful everything is but i guess the drama will probably be in them entering their movie for a festival for the festival let's see how that goes 
Um, but yeah, I am excited to see what happens next. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Time for BL. I'm your host, JD Young, and I hope you have a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon, and good night, whatever it is, wherever you are. Bye.